You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is Comrades and Canoes. Do you ever reflect on the beauty that God has created for us to enjoy? Being in or on water is one of my favorite things to do. Since canoeing often allows for both, it has become a favorite thing to do. Thankfully, I have a myriad of friends who share a love for canoeing and exploring waterways in Canada or the U.S. Several years ago, I was invited to join a group of friends to take a canoe trip in Quetico Provincial Park. This park straddles the border of Canada and the U.S. in northwestern Ontario. Canoeing in this park was on my hit list, and so agreeing to join this group of friends was an easy yes. It was exciting to not only be going to a new place to paddle, but to meet friends both from my city and from a province away. All five of us were connected to one another in a myriad of ways and shared a deep love of being active in the outdoors. Three of us left from my city, and as we tried to cross from Canada to the U.S., we realized we had some oranges with us. So there we sat at the border, crossing, enjoying a good number of oranges before continuing on our way to Quetico. Why have a large bag of perfectly good oranges go to waste when you can eat all of them and have them go to your waste? Once we arrived at our meeting point and entry point into the park, within a few hours, our friends from further away joined us. The reunion was one filled with great delight, lots of hugs, and a sense that this trip together was going to be a special one. My friends from another province came under a cloud of sadness for one of them had recently been diagnosed with cancer, and the ensuing operation and treatments had left them unable to paddle. As a result, I would be paddling together with their spouse, and our friend would enjoy the middle of the canoe as a passenger. I felt privileged to be able to make the trip a possibility for this couple, because an extra paddler was what was needed in order for my dear friend to enjoy a canoe trip in the great outdoors. The first day of paddling was divine, Warm temperatures, calm waters, and easily traversed portages, all enjoyed with great friends. We found a beautiful spot to make camp and decided it would be our spot for the next 10 days and that we would make day trips from it, as that would be easiest for all of us and especially our friend battling cancer. As Quetico is a park where what you bring in you have to pack out, we brought as little as possible and were careful to make sure that we cleaned up our site on a daily basis and hung our food bags high in the trees to keep wildlife at bay. Each morning, the routine was set. A leisurely wake-up, breakfast made over an open fire or on a one-burner stove, and then a swim across the lake from our campsite to the opposite shore and back again. Some reading, some chatting or playing of games, 
and then a paddle or fishing expedition rounded out the day, ending with a spectacular gourmet dinner, fire, and stargazing. Could life be any finer? I don't think so. The beauty that surrounded us was nothing short of stunning. From the craggy rocks of the Canadian Shield to the tall evergreens to the lush fern undergrowth to the clear lakes, beauty was everywhere. Each sunrise and sunset was different, and the sky at night never disappointed, as the stars dotted the sky in the millions and were visible like few other places on Earth. The moon's changing appearance was also enchanting and often breathtaking. However, one morning, everything changed as a thick, deep fog enveloped us and our little bit of paradise on Earth. The fog was so thick that seeing one another at eight feet apart was difficult, and as a result, our sense of direction was challenged. This made everything from preparing breakfast to finding our latrine in the bush very interesting. It also added eeriness to the wilderness that none of us had ever encountered in this way. Needless to say, this became the day that we stayed close to one another and decided not to leave our campsite. How strange it was then, when a few hours after breakfast, we heard the sound of something in or on the water quite close to our campsite. We wondered if what was approaching would be something to be wary of. So we decided we needed to prepare for what or who it was with a plan of being on the offensive if need be. Thankfully, as the sound got clearer, we could distinctly hear the swish of paddles in the water, so we were relieved that it was not large wildlife. However, our curiosity was piqued as to who would venture out on such a blinding day. Just as we began to speculate between us who it would be, the canoe made landfall and we heard two male voices discussing their next moves. As the men approached, we waited with wonderment who they would be and why they had landed at our campsite. When we finally could see them, we realized that they were provincial park rangers and seemed completely undaunted by the thick fog. We welcomed them, and after polite greetings, they asked us to produce our passports for verification of citizenship, asked to see our campsite, and also our latrine. This was all in order to confirm that we were allowed to be in the park, had appropriate international identification, and were following the rules of how to set up a campsite and a latrine. What a relief it was for us to know that our unplanned guests were not large wild creatures coming to visit us. However, it was odd to have to show them our passports and dialogue about the point at which we entered the park and give them our verification of entrance to observe. Odd just because we were in the pristine wilderness and up until that point had not met many other people, except for a few other canoe groupings at the start of the trip but since setting up our camp had seen no other humans. Odd, because I had never been canoeing in a place where not only did rangers show up, but they asked for many specific things and then inspected both the campsite and the latrine. In spite of the oddities of this all, I was extremely delighted and grateful that this pristine wilderness was so intensely regulated, for this ensured that it would stay pristine for generations to come. Odd but reassuring at the same time. After our odd fog day and ranger visits, the routine we set up continued for the rest of our trip, and on our second last night in the wilderness, God blessed us with the most spectacular night. The day had been warm and sunny, and the warmth continued into the evening. 
The sunset was stellar, and once the sunset, the stars came out by the millions. Several hours after observing the stars and planets, suddenly the northern lights decided to put on a colorful spectacle like I had not seen for many years. The various colors of pink, green, orange, red, and purple were bright and vigorous as they danced across the sky in random yet stellar formations. While this grand spectacle was taking place, wolves began to howl in the distance. First one, then another, and then another. The dancing northern lights, together with the howling of the wolves, were the perfect pairing and caused each of us to marvel at the beauty and diversity that God had created for us to enjoy. This canoe trip to Quetico is one I will soon not forget, not only for the beauty I could enjoy, but also for the beauty of friendship I could enjoy. To enjoy my time with my friend battling cancer was time I deeply cherished, especially since just a short time after this trip, my dear friend lost their battle and died. The song by Steve Bell in the morning speaks of the beauty of creation and the importance of recognizing the Lord who has created all for us to enjoy. I thank Steve for the use of his music and that I can call him a friend and former colleague. Thank you. 
How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? Coming from a nursing background where she always related to people one-on-one, Irene Marsh loves the way radio reaches so many people at once, particularly those she would never meet with conventional nursing. Those who have nowhere to go, those who don't have the courage to come to a clinic, they can always listen to the radio. To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. My time with my friends on this trip was magical. From the wilderness we enjoyed together to our being together celebrating our friendship, it was a trip I am not only thrilled I could make, but one I treasure. Time. It is elusive, and we never know how much time we have to live our lives to the fullest. The Bible reminds us to embrace the life given to us and to live it to the fullest. Here are some verses from the Bible that are reminders for us in this regard. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 15 and 16, from the New Living Translation, we read, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. And then in Psalm 90, verses 12 and 14, we read, Teach us to realize the brevity of life, so that we may grow in wisdom. Satisfy us each morning with your unfailing love, so we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. And finally, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 1, we read this challenge. Don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your Creator. Honor Him in your youth before you grow old and say, Life is not pleasant anymore. I hope that you and I take each day given to us, being mindful of our Creator, the beauty created around us, and the delight of having relationships with others. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you, because you may think S-C-O-O-P, like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife.com, like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com. Music